lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 11, My Type of Self-Care. Last night, I decided around 7 o'clock that I needed to go to Target. Not because I was going to get needed items for the week, but I just kind of wanted to walk around the store. Um, I had just gotten back home from a great trip to Alabama where I got to spend some time with family and friends. And I will tell you, I was exhausted and thought that I was getting ready for bed, but something said, go to Target. So when I got there, I decided to walk up and down just about every aisle there, just looking at things. And I came to the book section and I probably have never spent that much time reading the backs of books to see what it's about. And, you know, hmm, I kind of heard about this book. Well, let me see what it is. But I probably spent about 30 minutes there. And I came across two books by Lisa Turkis. One was a devotional and one was a book that she had written about a transitional time in her life. But this podcast isn't about books. It's about what that moment did for me. And it reminded me of something that I used to do all the time. Like I'm that person who will go to a store, not necessarily because there's a need, but just to spend time out seeing things, checking things out, seeing what's new. And it has always been a favorite pastime of mine. And what I realized last night is that I haven't done it in a while. And the reason why I haven't done it in a while is when you get busy with life and sometimes it's the busyness of other people's lives or work or your ministry or whatever it is that you can often forget that there are little things that you do that are super important to you. And no, this isn't going to be one of those situations where, you know, focus on yourself and, you know, in a selfish kind of way, because we know that there are movements out there that can definitely put you in the wrong mindset of this is what I need to do because it's all about me. And if you're not about me, no, we're not going down that route. But what I do want to talk about is how important it is for me to remember things that bring me joy. And Last night was one of those moments and I it actually started when I was visiting a friend over the weekend and another friend of mine and I went to Target and I was noticing some things that the store carried that I hadn't seen and it was mainly because I had not done that in a while. And literally as I wrapped up my shopping trip and I got home, like you wouldn't believe how refreshed I was, and what was interesting is that I had just come off the road a, a six hour road trip and I should have been tired and exhausted, but something about that hour, hour and 15 minutes that I spent in that store was just so revitalizing. And 
what it reminded me was is that I had gotten so caught up in life and you're asking yourself okay we live life so how do you get caught up in it well let me kind of explain I've you've heard me talk about being in transition and this road that I'm on this path that I'm on well in transition the enemy and I'll get to a scripture that comes to mind the enemy will do a lot of different things to distract you to where you forget that you were living a whole life before something changed and you guys can sit here and go through a list of things that changes when you know you you either enter a relationship you start a new job you have a baby whatever the case is when there is a change you can often forget that there are things that were once important to you that you're no longer doing and so the shopping trip kind of gave me that memory like hey you used to do this and it was so exciting to you and it wasn't about you know retail therapy but just being amongst people because what i know the enemy will also do is try to isolate us and i'll go ahead and insert that scripture and kind of give you a little bit more frame of reference and so you know one of my favorite scriptures and literally every time i come on here guys i'm gonna say it's one of my favorite scriptures because i have a bunch and it's john 10 and 10 the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And, you know, many of you have heard have life more abundantly. There's a couple of different variations of that scripture. But in essence, you know, the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. And a lot of times we will think that that is some major catastrophe. You know, I lose a job, you know, I get a divorce or you know I a loved one leaves this side it doesn't have to be any of that it could be as simple as the enemy isolating you right so think about it you have had a tough season something has not gone right and our usual response is to retreat so I'm just gonna stay at home I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna do whatever and if we're not careful that will become a way of life and next thing you know days have passed weeks have passed months have passed and we have completely lost sight that irregardless to whatever it is that's going on the lord wants us to live because part of us continuing to live is showing him that we trust that whatever is in our, our pathway that he has the capability to change it, to heal us, to comfort us, to move us over, keep us safe and sound while we're going through whatever the case is. He has the capabilities to change the narrative. He just needs us to continue to walk in the truth that he has come to give us life to the full. And we need reminding of that at times. And don't get me wrong. I'll Put a little caveat here that there is a time and season for everything so if there's someone that's listening to this and you are grieving something then by all means take a pause do what you need to do to clear your head to let god come in and speak to you and give you that clarity that you need to move on 
by no means am I saying just push through because so many times that is something that can hinder our growth and our road to freedom is by just wanting to push past it, wanting to not deal with it, wanting to not address it. And it can at times do more harm than good. So take what I'm saying, apply it as necessary. But getting back to the the living to the full, I remember when my husband or my ex-husband and I first separated and I moved into my own apartment and you know it was definitely a a transition for me you go from sharing a home with someone to being in a place by yourself and you have an array of emotions from excitement to you know you're frustrated you're disappointed i mean every emotion that you can possibly imagine i'm pretty sure i had it until i realized something and don't laugh at me that i had a patio and you're thinking okay So when you moved into the apartment, I'm pretty sure you knew you had a patio. But what I mean by that is I realized that there was a space in my home that gave me peace and a joy. So there would be mornings that I would make a cup of coffee. I'd go and sit outside with my Bible or my devotional or whatever reading material that I was using at that time and really just enjoyed that moment. I had some of the best times out there just really allowing God to speak to me, to heal me, to grow me, to teach me things. And I had the fortunate opportunity to transition jobs during that same time frame. You know, maybe three months after I moved into the apartment, I actually left Target where I worked for 12 years and spent about three months at home before I started my new job. And I will tell you guys, when you talk about self-care, like being at home, actually getting to spend countless amount of hours just allowing God to just come in and saturate my entire being was one of the most beautiful times in my life. And little did I know, that that time was really preparing me for a job that I was about to start that was going to challenge me in every way. But the purpose of me bringing that up is I allow God to to jumpstart some self-care. He did exactly what I needed him to do in that moment to give me the peace that I needed to understand the situation that was before me and to give me the reassurance that he had all power and authority to change my story. He still gave me that peace that I needed in order to be able to really just understand what is going on and that there was going to be a really interesting journey ahead. And I sit here right now and I just really you know, reflect on all of the things that I do that promotes that self-care. And it isn't about, you know, some of the, the superficial things. And don't get me wrong, those things are exciting and relaxing. But the self-care in the Lord, whether it's getting up and listening to a worship song and really to really penetrate my heart and my mind and my spirit and my soul, because what you put in will definitely be a product of what comes out. So when you're going through something or you're trying to 
overcome something or get in a better place, it is so important that the care that you give to yourself is that care that is uplifting, that's going to give you a better perspective than the one you had. Because I think that we sometimes forget the, the how can I say it? We can forget the importance that certain things can play on our mental state, right? So, you know, if we're already frustrated, it's probably not the time to watch a movie that's going to invoke us, invoke a certain feeling or listen to a song that's going to create a, a, a certain feeling. I'll tell you something that happened to me recently. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about... Um, just sometimes how you can overdo things in ministry. And she sent me a a post. So thanks, Melissa, for sending me this. And one of the the authors, the author of the post said something that was just so profound. She talked about having to unfollow people just because she needed to guard her heart. And I will tell you that made the world a difference for me when I think about my self-care. So God spoke to me very clearly a few weeks ago about how he needed to be my number one focus, my number one priority, and everything else needed to be secondary as you would think I already knew, right? But again, he gives me a little reminder so I'll know exactly the path that I should be on. And in that, it caused me to unfollow some people, unfollow some some good sites, so to speak, that I had been following. And what I mean by good sites, and we can talk about that at another time about how good intentions can have the the wrong motives, in that God gave me very specific instructions about what he wanted me to focus on. And even though those messages and those posts were good posts, they were coming from Christian sites, they were about a specific topic, a specific topic that God wanted me to put to the wayside. So even though, you know, hey, you can hear all the voices that say, it's good, it's positive, it's uplifting, you can share it to people. I knew that the instruction that I received was very specific. So I had to be okay with unfollowing them for this season. It doesn't mean that some some time down the road that I may invest in them again, because again, they were not anything wrong or inappropriate. But for right now, I didn't need any distractions. And so as I say that, you know, I think a lot of times that we can be careless with ourselves during certain moments and situations. And you have to protect your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul at all costs. And sometimes, you know, it may be a little uncomfortable, but the self-care that you provide for you is so important. And while, yes, we talked about some of those tactical things, those, you know, getting back to doing the things that brought you joy, but there are also some supernatural and spiritual things that you have to take in consideration when you are trying to get in the right mental headspace. And I will tell you guys, there are triggers everywhere. There are triggers that can put you back in that angry, aggressive place that you were trying to get out. The enemy will will speak unforgiveness to you. The enemy will give you certain memories that can, you know, incite you. And so, 
you know, my biggest takeaway from the moment at Target is continue to focus on those things that keeps my mind clear and focused on the one above and never forget that God gives us all sorts of avenues that he can speak to us, that he can give us the things that we need to get in order to be able to hear him more clearly. So as you guys listen to this, start thinking about those things that can give you that quiet time. Because while I'm walking through the store at 7.30 at night, it is quiet, it's calm. I came across some amazing literature that's going to grow me spiritually and it's going to allow me to be my best self. So don't take the self-care lightly and look deeper in what God is asking you to do to protect you. Ladies, that doesn't mean that a pedicure or a massage or any of those things are not important to making you feel relaxed. But when you are trying to go higher with Christ, then self-care looks a little different. It's what are those things that are going to keep you in tune with what the Spirit is trying to say to you, in tune with what God is trying to show you. And it may be a season of him getting you off by yourself. So understand the difference in godly isolation and that isolation that comes from the enemy. And allow that time to be filled with those things that are going to change you, that are going to give you purpose, that are going to give you meaning and never lose sight of them. Because one of the things that we do, especially as women, is that we get so busy that we look up and we realize that we stop allowing God to come in and love us and and spend time with us and give us that peace and that purpose. So if you can stop right now and continue to say, God, give me those moments again. Give me those moments when I was eager to hear from you, eager to let you love on me, eager to let you embrace me, and eager to let you provide the care that I need to live out the purpose that you've set for my life. And if we can continue to reflect on that and keep that ever before us, then self-care looks a little bit differently, right? So as you go about the week, take a moment and ask yourself, what have I put to the wayside? What is it that I used to do that used to get me in that place of peace and tranquility so that I may be still enough to hear what the Lord has to say? Because he wants all of us to have a life that is full and that is abundant and that is living for him. But also keep in mind that the enemy wants to confuse us, to create chaos, to create a eight busyness, right? Because if we are so focused on everything else, then we miss that we need to be focused on him so he can continue to do the work in us that we need. So as you go, Take that time, ask God, how can I increase those opportunities to where I can hear from you to be able to get what I need to get to be all that I can be for you, which will ultimately be all that I need for me. Thanks guys for taking a few moments out of your busy schedules to listen to this podcast. I hope and pray that you are continuing to find some room in your schedules to really focus on that self-care. I hope that you will join me next week as we go further 
Have a great day on purpose.